Hi everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight. This is the horror movie podcast here. Of course we talk about horror movies from the past and the present. We review one, sometimes more, every week. And what we're doing this week, because in a couple of months time, Rings is coming out, which is the, I believe the third mm-hmm. Ring movie from the US, um, after The Ring and The Ring 2. Um, so on the build up to that, not we're not doing any next week, but every couple of weeks up until then, we're going to try and cover the rest of the Ring movies. So what we're doing now, obviously, is the first one on its own, is the original Japanese version of Ring. Uh, it's not the Ring, it's just Ring, or Ringu, if you uh, prefer that. You nas- if you nasty. <laughs> um, of course, this came out in 1998. It's directed by Hideo Nakata. And uh, this might be the first Japanese horror movie we've covered on this show. And we're almost at 40 episodes, which it's... is a bit of a crime. That's strange. I was actually surprised when you mentioned that statistic last week. I was like, no, shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. Are you serious? I'm not even sure. We've done done an Italian movie, but that was in English still. I think this is the first one we've actually had to watch with subtitles that we've covered on this show. I could be wrong, but I think it is. We're talking about Ring. We're talking about Mm. creepy, long-haired girls coming out at... Full spoilers... No spoilers for the movie as always. Oh, the girl comes out the TV. I don't want to watch it now. Oh. <laughs> now I'm happy that I said that before you said that, Tim. So you're happy. I'm happy. We've all, we're all happy. We've all. We're I mean, all happy. I'm happy, but we're beyond the spoiler wall. So, um, <laughs> yeah, of course, if you if you've somehow been under a rock and you don't care about the fact that you're getting things spoiled for you, the ring or I'm in gonna... a well instead of under a rock if you're in a yeah, well. Okay, very. Apt. <laughs> um, only five minutes after you said it. <laughs> but if, if uh, you don't know what the ring's about, and I'm going to keep saying the ring, it's just easier to say with the the. So the premise of this is pretty simple, actually. Uh, there's a videotape that's going around, and when someone watches it, they see some creepy images of a well, of a woman combing her hair, of an eye, I think, and a couple of other random things. And after the video is finished, they get a phone call saying that in seven days' time they're going to die. That's the premise of the ring. That's that simple. Um... And it kind of revolutionised uh, the horror genre for a bit. This this kickstarted the entire Japanese long-haired girl, creepy ghost. This is like the first like big wave of... I don't even know if it was just like horror movie, but kind of I feel like uh, a lot of Japanese movies in general like kind of was coming more to the like US as a attention after this hit. Uh, Mainstream-wise, I mean, obviously... Well, yeah, yeah. People who are film boss were always fans of Kurosawa and things like that. From oh, right, right, of course. Decades before, but yeah. And of course, I think the remake of this in America might have been the, the first of the, the remakes from Japanese movies as well. Oh, yeah, so yeah. It, it kind of like, it happened in Japan and then three years later, four years later even, it happened in yeah. the US almost the exact same way. Um, I remember there's like that great period where like, you know, it first started. So like you would only get the good ones at first. So you watch like three or four like, movies and you're like wow just every movie from japan is good and then yeah. eventually they bring everything over <laughs> like ooh, ooh. yeah i agree with that there was a time especially both japan and korea because we oh, only yeah. got the good ones the first yeah. like probably <laughs> dozen of movies that i seen from either of those countries were amazing and i'm like oh my shit yeah. their film industry is yeah. much better than the american <laughs> one <laughs> like this is insane and then we start getting this kind of weaker ones and it was like oh, okay right, okay they've got shit too we just weren't getting them imported yeah. <laughs> um that, that's the sort of the the context if you will for this yeah. movie but let's talk about the movie itself and what we think of it and why it's yeah. why it's got the reputation it does why it's good if we do and think it's good which i think we do i, I think it's a great movie 
Yeah. It's actually incredibly simple. It plays out a lot like a, an investigative sort of thriller more than it does a horror movie, in all honesty. Yeah, I was actually uh, surprised re-watching it because uh, it, it's been a long time since I've seen it. And um, I I forgot, like, there's, uh, there's definitely some really cool, creepy moments, but there isn't, like, a ton of, like... I would say like supernatural stuff all throughout the movie. It is more of like an investigative uh, mystery. Yeah. Uh, which is still great. Uh, it's still entertaining. Uh, I was just uh, surprised. I was like, oh, there's not like a lot of like, you know, scary moments and stuff. In no, this. It, it's got a very foreboding tone the entire time. Yeah. Because everything's counting down like, oh, you're going to die. You're going to die. You're going to die. And I, I, it yeah. almost becomes a, not a joke, but like a, a signature every time it goes to a new day and it comes up saying, you know, Tuesday and then the date. And you, yeah. there's that little bit of music that plays every time that happens. So much so that when it gets to the end of the movie and you think they've solved the curse, and we're jumping ahead here, but you think yeah. they've solved the curse because they found the body of uh, the girl whose name I'm forgetting. Sadiko, yeah, Sadiko, mm-hmm. Sadiko. But they, they think they found her body, so that's broke the curse. And you think everything's okay. And then it's when like the, the main character's doing the dishes or whatever the next day or she's looking out the window and the day, the day comes up again with the music and I'm like, oh shit, this isn't <laughs> over. And yeah. it's almost like a meta thing because it's not really in the movie. It's like an external thing over the top of it. Yeah. But it lets us know, oh shit. And then we get really what is kind of the one and only horror scene. Well, there's two. I guess the opening. Which I think sets the tone wonderfully because it's a very... Uh, as much as I would love a Blu-ray of this because it's annoying that there isn't one. Uh, I had to watch this on DVD like a peasant in 2016. <laughs> I'd forgotten how much I liked the, the, the sort of grimy look of like Japanese movies from this era. Oh yeah. They have a very particular look from them. They don't look like American films at all. There's a very yeah. sort of darkness to the image. It's really unsettling. I almost like a little like a little saturated a bit. I like the I like the way they did the flashbacks how they're in like that uh like I don't I mean I guess what would you call that black and white? Uh, sepia maybe more oh sepia yeah 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 but yeah i, I like to i like the way they did the the flashbacks and that i thought it was you know kind of looked cool it fit like fit the image of the film it was like a nice little uh departure and stylistic wise is kind of cool yeah it kept it interesting because like we said there's not a lot of scares per se so yeah. doing things like that to make it a bit more interesting as it's going on is quite good but it's very foreboding and it starts off with the two the two high school girls and one of them's telling the other one about the videotape, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's this rumour that she's just poking fun at her. But of course, tonight's yeah. the night that she's going to, you know, die. And I actually forgot how abrupt her death was. Yeah. Because she literally just turns around and the screen goes into negative. <laughs> and that's it, she's dead. Kind of funny, like, a lot of the stuff like that um, in the movie uh, actually reminded me, like, a lot of, like, uh, stuff from Fatal Frame. And we're playing, hmm, yeah. uh, just like kind of like the look and stuff. So I just, I assume Fatal Frame probably came out after. Yeah, Fatal Frame would have been about, I think, two thousand one or two thousand two. So okay, a couple, yeah. few years later. I just wonder uh, if it was influenced by it at all, or if it was literally like three years later. So maybe it did influence it. That could have been like just like how, uh, like the director of the original Resident Evil game directly cited Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead. It wouldn't surprise me if the director of Fatal Frame saw the ring and thought, oh, you know what? I'm having some yeah. of that. No, no, I, I like all that stuff. I like I like the foreboding. And what I like about it as well, I like how it it neatly escalates as the story goes on because it starts off, the you know, the the main reporter 
finds the tape at the cabin and she watches it and then, oh shit my photos fucking you know blurry and I'm gonna die and she brings in her ex-husband and I actually quite like it's her ex-husband I, I like that little touch that it's not a happy mm. family they've already split up but he's still like they're not fighting all the time they're not being this stereotypical you know we're a divorced couple who you know bicker on screen all the time they're actually yeah. quite you know they're stable they, 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 they both work well together for their kid but you know mm. but he comes in to help with this and and then it escalates properly about halfway through when the kid watches it and then it's like yeah. the stakes are real because it's not just us that might be fucked now it's i really like that and i, I like how she wakes up and she sort of sees the, the ghostly helping finger like by the way this is going on in another room you better go yeah better go check <laughs> this out of course the iconic scene at the end something we have to yeah everyone spoofed this it was in scary movie three i want to say it's still pretty effective it looks good it's a simple effect but it looks good yeah i was wondering how it would hold up but uh yeah i thought it still looked pretty good you know it's not like overly cheesy or anything well i think part of the reason why it still works is because we said how it has this very grungy look to it this very dark and yeah. kind of saturated look and i think that in this world it feels like this sort of horrific stuff can happen it, it just it felt it just feels like it fits it's it's very synergetic filmmaking between all the different things that are going on and of course like you know she just uh the way she moves and uh looks it's like uh it's so creepy it's a cool like uh, i don't know iconic monster i guess <laughs> Uh, you'd say. Well, we're getting a Sudeku versus the girl from the Grudge movie this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how that fight's going to go. It's going to be long hair versus long hair, like just whipping. Because obviously a big part of this movie is them trying to find out where this tape came from and who's in the tape. Uh-huh. And we discover that um, it was a psychic uh, and her daughter became so powerful that she could kill someone with her mind. And yeah. after being accused of being a fake, the mother jumps into a volcano to commit suicide <laughs> uh, which is a very over the top suicide might I add the, the father kills kills Sudeku throws on a well and that's how the, the curse begins and that, that's a very again a Japanese thing the idea that all these ghost stories start with a very horrific event yeah. although this kind of at least in this case it is unique and it sounds like Sudeku was already an evil little bitch before the violent crime well that's one of the lines isn't it mm. the guy says uh, she had her father wasn't human or something like that the, the the, the old fisherman did well um i was gonna save this for later but maybe we can get into it now um i actually went to the wikipedia page and i was looking at um some this i guess this was based on a book and i was looking at some of the differences mm-hmm. between the movie and the book and uh there's a lot <laughs> in the book uh that you know they either cut out or changed or wasn't mentioned in the movie um and i think there was more of an um an emphasis in the book about her um, father actually being some type of monster. Uh, I think it even said something like it was, like they just said it was something from the sea, uh, right, okay. or something like that. But um, damn uh, it, keeping your pants. Yeah, <laughs> it was really interesting though. The uh, what started the curse in the book they said is that um, uh, Sadako was actually put in a mental institution, and there was a doctor that became obsessed with her. And then raped her and gave her smallpox, and that when she died, the smallpox virus combined with her psychic energy. So I just thought it was interesting <laughs> that the book has a little bit more of a uh, a scientific bent to it, where it's talking about viruses combining with psychic energy. No, we're not uh, going to talk about the American one yet. But I, if right. I recall, it's been a long time since I've seen it. But I do remember 
some more of this, or at least more of the backstory you get into in the American one. Whether or not it matches the books on a lot question, but I seem to remember there'd be more scenes of Sudoku in like a hospital or something. Yeah, there there was more of that. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen it as well. But that's well, fine, because we'll be talking but... about that. Back to the movie, though. At, at uh... least in, in this movie on its own, no, I feel like just the couple of hints and how sort of vague it's left actually kind of helps with the... Because I, I feel like the more specific you pin down a yeah. supernatural force, the less interesting and creepy it is. And uh, I, like... I, I agree with that. And I feel like here... Don't get me wrong, if... if it... It doesn't, but if the Ring 2 revealed that her father's Cthulhu, and it's like yeah. Japan meets, you know, Lovecrafting. <laughs> yeah, you definitely don't need that. Yeah. I would be down for that just for the ridiculousness of it, but put it in the sequel, <laughs> don't put it in this one. Because yeah, this one, I think this, uh, it's just vague enough, and just like, yeah, there's hints of psychic stuff going on, and I even get a hint that cause I, yeah, because I forgot that the the the, the ex husband's actually kind of psychic. Yeah, which I think is just uh, from some of the stuff I've seen um, from Japan, because uh, I'm I'm pretty uh, big fan of uh, a lot of uh, Japanese uh, entertainment. Um, I've watched a good amount of like shows and movies and stuff from there, but uh, it seems that like being psychic and stuff is a little bit more of a thing. You know, if they had like a, like if you had like a, a someone try to go on an American TV show and be like, I'm a psychic, people would be like, ah, uh, okay, it's like like crazy, you know. But I feel like in Japan, it's like a little bit more like someone could be like, oh yeah, you know, here we are with the famous psychic, blah blah blah. Yeah, it's taken a bit more serious. That's interesting. That's a different yeah. uh, <clears throat> culture. There's a there's, there's the other thing like that. Um, if you are seen this isn't a horror movie, but if you are seen Akira, which is an old Akira Kurosawa film from uh, 1952 I want to say um, there's a scene early on in that where the main character goes to a doctor and the movie's about this character who finds out he's got cancer and that he's dying and it's about how he like sort of looks back at his life and spends his last days it's, it's a good movie something that, to me in that, that scene where he finds out is really because he doesn't technically find out the doctor lies to him <laughs> which apparently this, this is the reason why I'm bringing it up is this is another cultural thing I don't think it's, it's true today I think today they tell the truth but there was a thing in Japan that if an illness was terminal, the doctor would just lie to the patient and let them think they would be okay. Wow. It was like a, but it wasn't even so much like a, a, an outlier where they expected it to be believed. It was kind of like a understanding. I'm telling you you're going to be okay, but um, you know I'm telling you you're fucked. <laughs> like, uh, that's interesting. Are, I never heard that. It's uh, I mean, I may be getting small details of it wrong, but it's something like yeah. that. It was a very... It was it was almost like uh, the bedside manner was to make them feel better by saying, yeah. "No, nah, I'll be fine. Just take these pills that mean nothing, and <laughs> you'll, <laughs> you'll be okay." Um, yeah. So it's interesting you bring that up. Um, that maybe the psychic thing was just more of an accepted. Yeah. But that's cool. That's cool. I think pacing's pretty good in this movie, despite the fact there's not a whole lot of uh, scares or anything like that. I feel like it actually yeah. moves at a nice brisk pace and keeps things. It keeps revealing more information. I said, I said earlier how it escalates when the you know, both parents watch it, then the kid watches it, and then they start mm. to, you know, piece pieces up together. It's like, oh, it came from this woman who jumped in a volcano. And I think it fits pretty good. Like, good. like the runtime is only about, like, an hour and a half. Um, mm. But it's, like, you know, uh, I, th I think it's, like, the perfect amount of time, though. Like, there's nothing that really drags on or that feels wasted. Like, you know, they pretty much get going right from the start, and then it's, you know, it's, like, off from there. I actually really like uh, 
when they're trying to leave the island to come back because they want to go to the uh, the cabin and find the well I yeah. like that they've got like a day left give or take at this point I think I know what you're going to say and they're racing against the clock and I like that there just happens to be a storm that's like stopping oh, yeah. all the ships from like the, the force of evil or the force of nature is like fighting against them at this point yeah. you know everything's just stacking the deck like because it doesn't want them to solve it which is why the it's why the twist at the end works so well for me because if uh, if finding the body was the end of the curse, then that would imply that the ghost of Sudoku would want to be found. Yeah, you know that that that, that would put her at peace to be found, but that's not the case because we find <laughs> out throughout the story that she was already evil. We mentioned that already, so it makes sense that that doesn't break the curse because she's just a evil <laughs> little bitch anyway. So then her still coming out of TV and killing the dads, fine. And uh, I suppose we could read into the, the the final reveal then that the only way to stop yourself from being killed is to make a copy and to show it to someone. If I remember right, they do change it slightly in the American version, but we won't talk... I can't remember exactly how it was changed. But in this, uh, it's very much you have to copy it and then you have to show it to someone. Yeah. I think in the American one, they took away the fact that you have to show it to someone. I think you just have to make a copy. Um, I could be wrong, though. It's, like I say, it's been a long time. And we'll talk about that um, in a few weeks from me. It'd be, it. like, so hard nowadays, like, just <laughs> trying to find, like, a VCR. <laughs> yeah. Like, and oh, man, I'm fucked. <laughs> do you have a double-decker VCR? I need to make a copy <laughs> of this tape. <laughs> well, that's the thing. This new one, Rings, that's coming out. Is it going to be, like, on DVD or Blu-ray? <laughs> oh, it'll be viral. Surely it's a YouTube video. Oh, it has to be a YouTube video. It's Surely if you... sharing links. Yeah, if you... if you do this now, it has to be a YouTube video. It has to be. There's no. There's no other way you could do it now. Oh man, that's just too perfect. It, maybe it would be on YouTube. Maybe it'd like a private. Like maybe you'd get an email, and you click the link, and it takes you to like a private video hosting website rather than you know, yeah, just the the one where millions of people go to like every day. But you could read into that. I actually I have seen the sequel, um, and if I I, I won't say it because we're not doing spoilers for the second one, and it's been a long time. I can't really remember, um. And we'll be doing it soon. Uh, we'll, be do we'll be doing the sequel and we'll be doing the prequel, which is the third movie. I don't remember particularly liking the next two, <laughs> but we'll find out, I guess. I don't really remember the Japanese version, but I really remember not liking the American <laughs> sequel. Well, we'll find out about that. I've not seen the American sequel, but I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, Woohoo, strap on. I really like The Ring. I think, I think The Ring uh, deserves its mm -hmm. reputation. I think it's a, there's a reason why it struck such a chord with people in the late 90s. Yeah. And created such a following created remakes created all sorts i think uh i think i might have mentioned this on the um when we talked about it follows but i really like like um horror movies that have rules in them mm. um I, I don't know for some reason it just interests me like i just like the idea of like oh like you know you do this specific thing and then you have this many days and then it's like you know it's that the rules present an opportunity for the characters to work together to try and stop whatever it is. Yeah. Um, because right. the example I always go back to, Night Falls is a good example of this, but the, the other example that I always go back to is an 8 on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream Warriors. Okay. Because, okay. because in that movie, all the teenagers basically work together and say, right, we're going to kick Freddy's ass and this is how yeah. we're going to do it. And they have to come up with a plan. And <laughs> that's the example I always go back to because it's kind of like... It's taken, because there's already been two movies by that point, and it's taken the core idea and saying, no, wait, we can do something about this. There's rules to this. Yeah. It's not just anything goes. I just like thinking about all the different things you could do. Like, oh, like, what would happen if you just watched, like, half of the movie? That was one of the things they brought up in this, is that the phone call only ring. You only get the phone call 
if you watch it at the cabin where she found the tape because the husband doesn't get the phone call. Oh, really? I that's never, a, that's a plot that. point because she remembers that's why she thinks that she figures something out because of that. I can't remember what it is now. But she's, maybe she's, the husband didn't have a landline. Maybe he doesn't have a phone. Maybe he didn't pay his bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what if you're somewhere uh, that doesn't have a TV Like, once the seven days is up? Out of the times that I've seen her kill someone, 100% of the time it's been <laughs> by coming out of a TV, so... I mean, she has a supernatural force. I'm sure she could... Maybe she can come out of any reflection. So if you're by a pond or a mirror, yeah, anything, whatever. <laughs> but I'm thinking, even if you're in nature, even if you're in nature, there's not even a house, there's not even technology, nothing. There's at least a reflection in the lake. There you go, there she is. Yeah. That's my, that's my rebuttal to that. So, let's get to some ratings. So, how many creepy eyes between the long hair are we going to give to the ring? <laughs> I'll give it a, a solid eight. Um, I do really like it, uh, but just, uh, I don't know, like, when I think about it, like, if, uh, again, like, it almost seems more like a mystery to me than, like, a horror movie. Like, if when I think of, like, like, it, it definitely is a horror movie, and it definitely earns, like, its, you know, place among, like, iconic horror stuff but um I, I don't know i guess just like when i when i think of more of like some of my more favorite horror classics i, I think uh maybe stuff that has a little more uh, supernatural yeah, stuff happening you, throughout you shouldn't, you shouldn't rate it like any differently for that reason i mean think about it there's been plenty of horror movies where technically there's not really much horror until the it's all in tone in the build-up like think of rosemary's baby think of yeah just, just for me it just like uh i don't know it, it's really good but i don't know it's just not like perfect for me i guess i don't know but it's good it's a good score i don't think you have to qualify saying it's not per- like you, you don't like to say it's really good and not yeah. just not give it a 10 tim that's okay just, uh, that's why we have a scale it's not just terrible yeah. okay amazing but there's yeah. various levels in between those it's fine I know. I know i just i i had a long day i still haven't eaten anything yet <laughs> <laughs> for me i'm gonna go one slight nudge higher i'm gonna go with 8.5 um, creepy eyes between the hair out of 10 um, mainly I actually think I gave it an 8 from before but watching it again has made me I think appreciate it just a little bit more than I did before and yeah. uh, and that's it's a solid movie it's a solid movie really nice foreboding tone that characters are constantly scrambling and as it escalates throughout the movie they're scrambling more and more and you feel like they're getting desperate um, I really yeah. like that side of it anyway that'll bring an end to Screams After Midnight this week you can, of course, let us know what you thought in the comments below on YouTube, or you can email us, mailfuzz at gmail.com, tweet at us at mailed underscore fuzz. That about wraps us up. So keep watching the scary movies, guys, and we'll see you next week with The Boy. The Boy. <laughs>